Hello, and welcome to the Mother Connection Podcast with me, your host, Kelly Vickery. Each week, I'll be sharing a 10-minute episode giving you the insights and actionable tools that you need to navigate the season of your life as a modern mother so that you can feel calmer, more in control, and feel more connected to yourself. My firm belief is that if we can learn to support ourselves with love and compassion, then we're better set up for success in doing the same for our children. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Mother Connection Podcast. Today, I want to talk about mindset, which I know is a little bit different to what I've normally spoken about. And particularly, I want to talk about limiting beliefs that hold us back from really showing up in the way that we want to in our lives. How we all behave in our lives and how we view the world, that all stems from our thoughts, but particularly our beliefs. So a big part of the work that I do with my clients is around letting go of those beliefs that are holding them back in life and supporting them in shifting and reframing these old limiting beliefs that have almost always started in childhood to ones that are more beneficial to them now in adulthood. And I'm going to talk more about how I do this later on in the episode. When I'm working with clients and I start to notice a reoccurring thought pattern or belief pattern, which often they aren't even aware of, but it keeps coming up for them. So that could be, I can never make decisions or I can't cope with the kids or Maybe, you know, if I'm working with a client who's recently returned to work after maternity leave and now they have this belief that they can't do their job anymore, so imposter syndrome's maybe set in for them. I like to, as well as exploring that belief and, and what that is for them and where that's come from, I try to set things up to help clients to really understand how their brain works. And that's what I want to cover today, because when we understand how our brain works, it can help us to really accept that what is going on for us is actually universal. It's just how the brain works. Now, that doesn't mean that you get to just sit back and say, oh, okay, well, that's just how my brain works. It's just how I am. If anything, it's an opportunity to take a different action, to take a different approach. Just to break down the brain, the conscious mind is what we're actively thinking about. So it's the logical part of the brain. And then you have the subconscious brain, which is more the emotional side of the brain, but also where we've stored all of our beliefs and our learned behaviors. So that's how we might walk or open a fridge or drive a car. These are often actions that we don't have to consciously think about day to day. We're going to focus predominantly on the subconscious mind, which is what runs up to 97% of your life, of everything that you do, that you say, the way that you're running your life is a result of your subconscious mind, particularly the beliefs that you have in your subconscious mind. Um, and if you're not seeing the results that you want to in your life, like you're not showing up in the way that you want to in your life, it's often because there is some rewiring that needs to be done. Our subconscious mind also believes everything that we consciously tell it. So it doesn't know the difference between what is true and what is a lie. So if our self-talk is really negative and we keep telling ourselves things like, I'm such a bad mom or I'm always late, I'm always shouting at the kids, your subconscious mind digests as, as truth. So your self-talk can be really powerful if it's negative 
but it can also be really powerful if it's positive too. And our subconscious Our subconscious minds love nothing more than to be right. They like looking for things that are familiar and safe, even if these things or these beliefs are actually really unhelpful for us, or even if it's not what we consciously want, it will always go towards what is familiar and what is safe. So if that means criticizing yourself for not doing better, whatever that might look like for you, our subconscious mind will keep putting situations in front of you to rerun those old thought patterns and beliefs that keep reinforcing that belief that you could be doing better. So it's the same pattern that will keep being rerun. But we can shift these patterns and beliefs and we can learn to reprogram and rewire these paths in our brain to create new ones that are more helpful and beneficial to us. First, I want to talk about something called the reticular activating system, also known as the RAS. And you may or may not have heard of it before, but in simple terms, it's a filter in your brain right at the base of your brainstem, so kind of in the nap of your neck. And it basically exists because we receive loads of different pieces of information all day, every day through what we see, what we hear, and what we feel. And if our brain were to take in all of that information, it would be so overwhelming. It'd be far too much for us to, to function really. So the reticular activating system is a filter or a gatekeeper that takes in the information that our brain or our subconscious mind feels is important for us. So that's why when you are in a crowded place, maybe an indoor playgroup or in a restaurant and you hear mummy, your subconscious knows that that is a very important name and that you need to hear that name. So even if it's not your child calling mummy, even if it's someone else's child, you will probably notice that you will have a bit of a res- an alert response because you know that that term is really important for you. Another great example is, I don't know about you, but when I felt pregnant, it felt like everyone was suddenly pregnant too. On the bus, um, at the supermarket, on TV, it's like the whole world seemed to explode with pregnant women. But it isn't because there were more pregnant women all of a sudden. It's because my brain registered pregnancy and having a baby as something that was really important to me. And I started to see more pregnant women around me. So that's just an example of how your reticular activating system works. So we take in information from what we see, what we hear, and what we feel. And that goes to our brain through our reticular activating system, which acts as this filter. And that is the information that we process in our minds. Now, the reason that I'm talking about the reticular activating system is because it plays a really pivotal role in how we experience and see the world. So to break it down, things happen to us in our life, some of which are not always in our control, but we process that information. And then this creates thoughts which then creates our beliefs, which then creates perceptions and emotions. And we start to create stories, to create narratives around events that have happened to us, especially through childhood, which is the most pivotal time in our life or our formative years, where we create a lot of beliefs around what is possible for us and how we interact with other people and what we feel we are worthy of. 
and we internalize all of that and we create these really strong neural pathways which create the beliefs which then impact our words and our actions that we project out onto the world. And in turn, that creates our experience, our lives in the world. So I'm going to share an example that I'm sure most of you can relate to. I certainly can. But let's say that you walk into the kitchen and you notice that your partner has just popped their plates on the side of the sink, not washed them up or put them in the dishwasher. What is your first reaction in that situation? I'm sure everybody's going to have a visceral reaction to that in some shape or form. So let's pretend that your belief about yourself and about the world and about life is no one ever listens to me. So you've seen the dishes on the side where your partner has left them and your reticular activating system is on high alert because it recognizes that your belief is no one ever listens to me. So it's looking for evidence to prove that your belief is true. So the thoughts that come up in your mind are, I've told them a million times to put the dishes in the dishwasher. They don't appreciate me. They think that I have all the time in the world to tidy up. And on the story goes, da, 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 da. The emotions that come up for you are likely to be irritation, resentment, anger, frustration. And then your partner strolls into the kitchen and then you start yelling at them right? You start saying to them the things that you were thinking about. I've told you a million times to put the dishes in the dishwasher. You don't appreciate me. You just think I have all the time in the world to tidy up after you. So the action is you storm out the kitchen and then the result is your partner feels bad, you feel bad, and it creates this tension between you. But the belief has been reaffirmed. Because that the situation is a perception of your belief. So that's a pattern that perhaps happens week in and week out for you. But what if your belief was everyone around me appreciates me? Just notice what comes up when you hear me say that. Maybe you feel a bit calmer. So I'm going to replay that same scenario where your partner has left the dishes on the side. But your new belief is. Everyone around me appreciates me. So what will happen with that new belief is you're likely to walk in, see that your partner has left their dishes on the side of the counter, and you're going to think, I'll just pop those dishes in the dishwasher. And then your action will be putting the dishes in the dishwasher. And then you'll just carry on with your day. That experience will not carry power over how you feel about that scenario because you've not attached any meaning to it. There isn't any perception about your partner being lazy or not caring about you because that action, their action, doesn't say anything about you. So you can see how powerful our beliefs are and the impact that they have on our day-to-day life and how we show up and how we react and respond to situations in our life. So that's a really simple example. And you can see how powerful our core beliefs are and how our brains are looking for evidence to prove our beliefs, whether they are good or bad, to be true. And it's almost certain that the core belief of no one appreciates me would have started in childhood. 
It's just being played out and triggered in a different way in adulthood or in motherhood specifically. So we can't always control our external environment. We don't have that kind of power. We can't always control the things that happen to us. But what we can do and where we need to start is focusing on those core beliefs that we have. Because when we do that, it changes our emotions, our thoughts, our perceptions, which will then change our words and our actions. And that has a knock-on effect of how we experience the world and how we show up in the world because we stop telling ourselves those negative and unhelpful stories and those patterns stop reoccurring and we can create those new beliefs that will in turn create new evidence. And as I mentioned earlier in the episode, this is a really big part of what I work on with my clients. And one of the main ways that I do this and what makes coaching with me really different is that I use a combination of powerful coaching modalities, including inner child work, to uncover and release your deep-rooted mindset blocks in the subconscious mind that are keeping you feeling lost and stuck and full of self-doubt so that you can heal your past, fully trust yourself, and feel confident showing up as your authentic self. So if you're listening to this and you're thinking, do you know what? I cannot let another year roll around where I feel lost and stuck and unfulfilled and you know that you need to take action and you're ready to make 2024 your year of reconnection and rediscovery, then this is your sign. In the new year, the investment for my one-to-one coaching is going to be increasing by £300. But if you want to secure your spots in January, you can do that at the current price until midnight on the 31st of December. So if you are ready and you are serious about doing the work, the real inner work to really get your life to where you want it to be so that you can feel more confident, maybe more calmer, more in control in your life and living a life where you feel more fulfilled in motherhood, then I will leave a link in the show notes where you can book your free 20-minute discovery call with me and I can understand more about your situation and we can discuss how best I can support you. And that's it for this week. I hope you found that episode really interesting and it's given you some food for thought. I would really encourage you to just go away and reflect on some of the things, some of the beliefs that you think you might have actually based on some of the reactions that you have on just day-to-day situations. Right, I'm going to leave it there. Have a lovely rest of your week and I will see you next week for another 10-Minute Monday. Bye.